Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yimini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward ben Ephraim, Shlomo ben Edward, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafu Shalema of Arav Amitai ben Shoshana, Shoh ben Brita, and Sassam ben Sal ben Batya. May they have a complete and speedy recovery. This past week on Tuesday on the 20th of Cheshvan was the first Yortzeta anniversary of his passing of Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, a blessed memory. His many teachings and books have inspired me and millions across the globe to deepen their relationship with God. May his memory be a blessing to the entire Jewish nation. Parshas Chayisara, Perpetually Blessed Our Torah portion begins with the passing of Sarah Imenu. Sarah, the first matriarch of the Jewish nation, at 127 years old. Avram had to negotiate with Ephron to buy a plot of land in Hebron known as the Ma'aras Machpelah, which is the Cave of Doubles. He paid 400 shekels, and this cave was to be used as a familial burial plot for the next generations. It has Adam and his wife Chava, Avram and his wife Sarah, Yitzchak and his wife Rivka, and Yaakov and one of his wives, Leah. When Avram finished mourning for his wife Sarah, he sent his most trusted servant Eliezer to find a wife for his son Yitzchak. When Eliezer arrived in the city, he prayed to God to have mercy on him and show him the future wife of Yitzchak. The test he formulated and came up with was if the girl would offer him and his many camels water to drink. When Eliezer arrived at the city well, he encountered a young girl carrying a water jug on her shoulder. And when he approached her and requested water, she gave him water to quench his thirst, but then also offered to provide his many camels water to drink as well. And when Eliezer inquired as to who she was, he discovered that her name was Rivka, and she was the great niece of Avram Avinu, and at that moment he knew that she would marry Yitzchak. Rivka ran home to tell her family all about Eliezer and his mission to find Yitzchak a wife. Her brother Lovin went outside and quickly greeted Eliezer and invited him to stay the night. And with her family's blessings, the following day Eliezer and Rivka traveled back to Canaan to go marry Yitzchak. When Yitzchak finally met Rivka, he brought her into his mother's tent to see if the miracles of her tent would return. When Sarah was alive, her candles remained illuminated and aflamed from Friday afternoon to Friday afternoon. Her dough stayed fresh and increased as needed. And most importantly, a cloud of God hovered over her tent. But all these incredible miracles vanished when she passed away. Yet when Rivka entered Sarah's tent, all the miracles returned. Once again, a cloud of God hovered over the tent. Her candles burned the entire week and her dough never finished. And when Yitzchak saw these miracles return, he knew that she was the one to continue his amazing mother's legacy. However, a question comes to mind. Just following the negotiations for a burial place for his wife, the Torah tells us that Avram was blessed with everything. The Pasuk writes, Avram was old, advanced in his days, and God blessed Avram with everything. But why does the Torah tell us that Avram was blessed with everything just after his wife passed away and he had to haggle and negotiate and bargain for a cave for a space to bury her in? How is this considered blessed with everything? In honor of Rabbi Sachs' yard site, I want to jump into the deep and powerful explanation given to us by him. He explains that Avraham felt blessed. 
As Rashi writes that the last word of the Pasuk Bakol, which means everything, has the same numerical value as the word for son in Hebrew, Ben, which is 52. The Ranban, Ramesha ben Nachman, a leading scholar, philosopher, and Kabbalist from Spain, writes that Avraham had everything a man can desire. He had honor, wealth, children, longevity, and a profound relationship with God. Rabbi Sachs explains that the Torah is teaching us that Avraham was thankful for all he had, notwithstanding the loss of his wife. Since Avraham recognized God's oneness over the world many, many years ago, he understood the why of his life, to be an ambassador of God and spread his holy and lofty name to the entire world. This realization gave Avraham the energy, spirit, and strength to continue thriving through his many trials and tribulations, to even feel blessed after his wife passed away because they had a son to continue their legacy. This immensely powerful lesson was exemplified by Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. His death came as a great shock to many, as most didn't even know he was sick. Because during the initial lockdowns, Rabbi Sachs inspired millions through the web by sharing his thoughts and perspectives. But what majority of people did not know was that he was suffering from cancer after beating it twice previously. Yet the pain did not stop Rabbi Sachs from sharing his message of hope and meaning till the very end. I want to share one of the most powerful quotes of Rabbi Sachs. To ask is to believe that somewhere there is an answer. We ask not because we doubt, but because we believe. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.